0: You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network.
1: Stay geeky, my friends. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net
2: Danger Entertainment Podcast Network culture from the belly of the beast once a week, I'm your host Dan, this is Musics of a Geek episode 97, and we are 90 days away from MusingsCon in Las Vegas, MusingsCon 2015, which will take place at the El Cortez Hotel uh, downtown Las Vegas. With me as always are my two co-hosts, I got Will, who's, cr- why are you crackling in the microphone? I'm doing live Foley. <laughs> I don't understand what,
1: what that's supposed to be of. Maybe, maybe it'll make you sound old timey, like you're using a <laughs> can mic from
0: the 30s. And I got Will. So we're we're both (laughs) Our (laughs) random trip to Vegas is now Music's Con 2015.
2: (laughs) Nobody came, but it was Music's Con 2015 at the El Gortez Hotel, which is really just consisting of Dan Will, and Brian for part of it. But no,
0: seriously, contact us if you want to set up a booth. Yeah.
2: We'll be at the El Cortez Hotel in downtown Las Vegas. How are you, gentlemen? I was not here last week because it was my birthday.
0: Can we get the Westboro people to come protest us? Oh, we totally gonna. We totally
2: <laughs> we're going. we are going we are going on Thursday. That's no. That's that's how
0: I'm gonna know that I've made it in life.
2: That the Westboro people are yeah,
0: protesting. Like if, if they ever come to protest something, I will know that I have done something really good with my life.
2: Mm. All right, William. Uh, when Williams protested, what have you guys been up to the last two weeks? anything school school work 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 in school okay
0: yeah we played the manhattan project What was that complicated it was
2: clearly not around for that so yeah there's a lot going on in that game yeah is it as much as going on in that game as there is in five tribes yeah kinda, really Kind yeah okay yeah the, the
1: mechanisms are um it's not like the, the it's it, it's easier to understand because anytime you place a worker, the board kind of tells you what the action is. So it's not like Five Tribes where you're like, "What do the red ones do again?" Right? You know. I mean, like there's I don't
2: know. And Five Tribes, I don't, I don't feel like I do everything that the colors let me do because I can't think that far ahead. I'm like, I got a gold guy. I'm gonna put him here. I don't know what that means. And I, I just you Isn't know. Isn't that how you play most games? Pretty much. Yeah. That's absolutely a true story.
1: We're still waiting for that first uh, Dan Zisco not being last at the plane game.
2: I know. No, I was not last once.
1: What did he beat us at? Oh, he beat us at Lords I beat of Waterdeep. Water I mean, be- there's a caveat. He beat us at Lords of Waterdeep, and we both gave him nothing but good stuff all game, so that he wouldn't come in last. <laughs> <laughs> and he—he he was
0: like, he beat you by one. One point. Me by, like,
2: I three. only beat you yeah. by one point. <laughs> it wasn't even like it was like oh I won but. Everybody like, took pity on I me. If I
0: hadn't given Dan the benefit from every
2: single uh-huh. time it came up, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I probably would have lost because I think you gave me like four cubes. And probably. I think he gave me two, yeah. and that was yeah, it was enough. That was enough. But I was happy. I won. Hooray. Yay. Um, no, seriously. MusingsCon is literally 90 days from today, and I'm very excited. Um... And we're in episode 97, which means episode 100 might actually be on our three year anniversary if we don't not do so this for the next So You're going to not record us in Vegas this time? No, I will. No, but we'll probably do it on a different day because we'll get there Thursday night and Friday the won't be here. Brian won't get there till Friday. So maybe we'll do it on Saturday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I gotta N- maybe to we
1: about. have to record two episodes of MusingsCon. Okay. Because <laughs> we kind of have a tradition that we we do an episode right after we get there. As
2: we start to get drunk before we go out for the first night. You know, and that's, that, that's true, but usually that's like three in the afternoon. This is going to be like later than that, like five or six, depending on when I, we decide to get on the road. Oh, boy. Five or six. It's going to be too late. I'm not saying it's too late. It's just going to be different. Just different. It'll be fun. Anyway, I got eight topics tonight. William, you look so excited.
0: I got out the 10 and 12-sided dice for nothing, you I don't fuck.
2: Know, I don't, I just, I couldn't... Now I have to put them back. <laughs> like open that bag. This is horse shit. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Number two. Number two. Um, this week, last week, last weekend, D23. D23 happened, which is Disney's Comic-Con. I've never heard of this. What? It's been going on for like... 23 years? Five, no, five years. Oh. I don't know why they call it D23. I have no idea. It's Disney something. It means something. Um, But now, because Disney owns Marvel, there's a bunch of Marvel shit, and one of the big things that came out was they actually showed... Footage from Captain America's Civil War, which two things on that. Comic Con was, well, Comic Con was actually two months ago now because we're at mm-hmm. the end of August and it was the beginning of July, so there may have been some more production. Um, I was going to say Marvel didn't show up at Comic Con <coughs> and it's their own convention. Marvel, Marvel didn't show up at Comic Con because they no longer need to. Yeah, it was their own convention. But apparently there was footage that came out from Captain America's Civil War, which is everything, which is the Avengers minus Thor mm-hmm. and the Hulk. It's mm-hmm. everybody else. A um, couple, th- couple highlights. There was a Spider-Man. I guess there was a Spider-Man. Was there Spider-Man? I don't know. There might have been a Spider-Man. I, I feel don't, like I, don't, I read I don't, I don't that there remember, was. A sp- I don't remember reading that there was footage of Spider-Man. In it. I, 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 maybe someone else was talking about Spider-Man footage that he gets into a fight with Cap and then joins Tony. Uh, there was like, Black Widow and um, Hawkeye get into it, and Steve Rogers is looking sad, and he and Tony have words. But it's cool that they've got you know they basically have footage now, which means it's actually going to. Be a thing. Um, it comes out right after Batman v Superman, which is sort of Justice League minus the Flash and Green Lantern.
0: And so Spider Man, they already have Black Widow. She's a spider, right? Wait, what the fuck is her power?
2: She doesn't have one. She's what? Just, she's a super spy, but not. She like just wears a black soldier. leather outfit. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a crazy ass high level Shield agent. But if the in, in Marvel Cinematic Universe, Melinda May is actually of a higher level than. Romanoff. They say that in the pilot. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, I feel like I feel like Melinda is like cooler than Black Widow. Did you not watch the
1: second season of Marvel's Agents of Shield? I like the second season of
2: Marvel's Agents of Shield. I,
1: I, yes, Dan, but the second the second season made it pretty clear that that May's nickname of being the Cavalry was ironic. But still, not not just like a, a depiction of her being super badass.
2: She's kind of a badass.
1: No, I'm not disagreeing that she's a badass. I'm just simply saying the point was the of the nickname was that it was vaguely ironic.
2: I don't uh, I felt like that whole story was tongue in cheek.
1: Yeah, it's usually tongue in cheek when you kill a kid. Yeah, that's always a funny episode when one of your heroes. Yeah, kills but a I kid. didn't get.
2: I didn't. I. The, it's, mm, I feel like that episode, like I didn't take off that that episode that that thing is why they I not even ironically kind of meanly call her the cavalry.
1: Like I just No, I don't I never said they called her it meanly.
2: Well, uh, it's not really ironic. I mean
1: it's not. It has nothing to do with it, it, irony. The irony of it, Dan, is that the people who gave her the nickname even though she saved them would probably have preferred that she had not saved them. Don't save me. Traditionally speaking law and order type people if the choice is uh, them going uh, before the hangman or a child, even if the child is the problem, going for the hangman, we'll pick themselves, she had not to the kill child. That kid, though. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just simply, you understand the point I'm saying. It's with a sense of irony that she gets the title. That's all I'm
2: saying. Meh. That's all I got to say about that. But Captain America footage, which I guess next year's going to be a cool year for superheroes. We're going to have Batman be Superman. We're going to have Captain America's Civil War. Lots of big superhero movies. I'm very excited. Deadpool. Very excited. Technically, we're going to have Deadpool.
1: Then we're going to have- Then, yes. Then some people are going to have Batman v Superman. And then we're going to have Captain America Civil War. Uh,
2: Batman v Superman might be a very, very good movie. Yeah, you keep holding
1: out hope That'd there, fanboy. a
2: very good movie. People are getting tired of the- this Marvel movies are the same thing. Like Some people like that. They know what they're going to what? expect.
1: The Warner Brothers movies are the same thing, too. They're all crap
2: did not have a good year.
1: No. They did not have a good year. What I really find most fascinating is the kind of the anti-marvel bias in the in the entertainment press right now. There really is, right? They're going crazy on how much money Universal's made because they don't have a superhero movie. And I'm sitting there going yeah, because Jurassic World was an amazing original story.
2: And it, isn't Universal do Fast and Furious? Yeah, isn't that basically I superheroes mean, with cars? No, but I mean, like, you, yeah, they don't have a
1: superhero movie, but their 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 success came from doing effectively sequels. I'm Vin
2: Diesel, and I drive cars good. Yeah, no, he's he drives cars
1: well. And also, let's face it, Fast Fast <laughs> that's not, that's Fast not Seven or Furious Seven or whatever the hell it was called. Definitely got <laughs>
2: like they can make fast seven and furious seven, comma, and fast eight. Like, <laughs> you know, it, you just you,
0: you use one of the words and use a number, and people will go see it. It doesn't even have to make sense.
2: <laughs> I know, and like, and someone will come up with, like, oh, yeah, this is fast 12, but isn't it the sixth movie? Yeah, but the 12 yeah, but means, f- but something. it's furious four as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what's really
1: amazing is how we're getting battling sequels.
2: Like, like this sequel got served at school today. Kind of, like, pretty much. Like yeah, a dance You, like you <laughs> haven't, you haven't, you we haven't served. it so
1: now it's on. <laughs> you uh, you haven't watched uh, Mission Impossible Five yet.
2: I have not watched Mission Impossible but it's, Five. It's
1: basically just Spectre.
2: But we haven't seen Spectre, so how do you know it's no, Spectre? <laughs>
1: because it's that story, Dan. It's 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 the the story of the underground shadowy. Um, Illegal legal okay, criminal so t- organization I mean okay, like yes. I'm not saying it's going to be the exact same movie as Spectre I'm just saying it's so like the deep impact it's armageddon l- like thing
2: like it's it's th- yes okay so it's the it's this telling the story of the underground criminal organization that the uh-huh. spy has to yes
1: and and to be honest it's bad for spectre cuz MI5 was actually pretty good
0: so i heard there, are, that are you suggesting that an old franchise about a super spy who battles supervillains. It's very <laughs> similar to an old franchise in which a super spy battles supervillains. Yes, I am. Who'd have Heard it here know. first,
2: folks. I don't know. Oh, Grayson's giving me books. Hi, Grayson. He gave me barnyard dance. Uh-oh. And trucks. And knocked over the dog's water. Knocked over the dog's water. We're not going to read right now because Daddy's recording a show. You can give him Aunt Shelly. Aww. Barnyard Dance is like... It's a rodeo kind of square dancing thing.
0: Oh. Yeah. We so could, we you're, you're raising your kid in East County, clearly.
2: Basically. He likes it. Who am I to argue? All right. That was, uh, that, was that.
1: I lost my place. You, you don't want to talk about any Star Wars stuff?
2: I do have some Star Wars stuff on there, but we can roll the dice and it'll come up later. Okay. I've got two Star Wars topics. Number eight. So apparently, female Viagra has been approved by the FDA. Now, I don't actually... It's not actually female Viagra in the same way no. that there is male no. Viagra. They're just calling it that. Apparently, a pill was. Hi, Grayson. A pill was uh, approved by the FDA, which is supposed to increase a woman's libido um, through science. Um, and uh, I, I feel like this is. It's really for sexual dysfunction in premenopausal women. Uh, basically, it's supposed to make everybody happy. Um, I don't necessarily know if we need this pill. Yeah, no, I guess. And I was reading, it's not like, uh, you
0: know, take the pill and, and things will go well for you in the next like, couple of hours. It sounds like it's a daily thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I understood correctly, it worked by blocking serotonin or something along those yeah. lines, which I thought was the happy um, drug in your brain to begin with. You so know, I don't know how that helps. No, serotonin helps with sleep. Oh. So Isn't I think, that melatonin?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought that was the stuff in your skin. I think they both are.
2: (laughs) It's melanin. (laughs) We suck.
0: We're we're doing that thing uh, on Reddit. (laughs) Uh, I I have no idea. Um, Women taking the drug reported around one more sexually satisfying event a month compared to a placebo. One. 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 You know what? I think a lot of guys will take that. (laughs) She was happy once more More. during the whole month.
2: Um, It's a 100 milligram dose of... Flibanserin. I don't know what that does. Um, On addressing the safety of the drug, the FDA report that most common adverse reactions identified were nausea, dizziness, fatigue, sleepiness, insomnia, and unfortunately, dry mouth.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I was reading. It was like, yeah, it seems to be really common that people are really tired or dizzy a lot. I'm like, this is not this going is to go over no. well.
2: For one, one <laughs> extra sexual, happy sexual encounter a month, I can have all of this. No.
1: Um, well, I think it's important to note that um, the FDA really is approving everything now.
0: I know, because 538 told me. Well, the process, though, apparently is, is kind of daunting. You you have to... you know, It's not like Viagra where they'll, they'll pretty much just, just hand it, it out like you, candy yes. now. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got to go through a whole hell of a lot of process to get it. And then apparently it's just covered in tons upon tons of warning about not to use alcohol with it.
2: Well, what's the fun in that? Right? Like... I don't know. Like, you know what? If there are women who are suffering from, uh, I, I don't know exactly what's called, the that hypersexual, hyposexual, the other sure. one that's, that's not. The, you know what? Yes. Maybe you would like to take something that will make your interest in sex more so you and your perceived partner can have more fun times. But I don't really see... You know, a guy gets to a certain age and he can't get an erection, and all of a sudden, every guy is going to take fire. Not every, but most. Whereas this, I feel, is not something that a lot of women are going to be like, normal women are going to be like, yes. So, I don't know. I saw that. I was interesting. I know that they've been trying to do this for years. Um,
0: Yeah, people have been working on it for a long time, and it it never really seemed to work.
2: But no, no, no. What did 538
1: tell you? No, just that apparently um, the FDA has approved something like 98.7% of all drugs that have come before it in the last five years. They just like to crunch numbers over at 538. But the, the, the real problem with women's Viagra, it seems to me, is that actual Viagra it has nothing to do with sexual desire. It's a performance drug. Wait, Viagra as a performance drug? Yes, it has, it has nothing to do with actual yeah. desire to have sex. <laughs> Right? Like, the, the men in question who There's take There's something Viagra. just really,
0: really strange I'm going to point out right now about the fact that we're having a yeah. sex discussion where while did, your kid yeah. makes really cute noises <laughs> into a microphone. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable with this, quite frankly.
2: That was your first, that was your first time on the podcast. Yeah. What, where, where's your mother? Mama! Where, where's, where's mommy? Like, why don't you go find her?
1: Anyway, as you were saying, Des. I was just saying that, like, men who take Viagra, is, they, they already have the desire to have sex. They lack the ability to perform. Sure. Right? So it's addressing a, a
2: different problem. Yes. Yes, it absolutely is. Yes.
1: Um, it's No one's suggesting that these... The, the, they're, they're suggesting that these women not having desire to have sex is itself a performance problem. And I'm not sure I uh, necessarily agree with that.
0: Yeah, because apparently they already found out, you know, they figured out drugs where they could send blood to the area, and that didn't do anything for anybody. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work. Yeah. Um,
2: so, so you know, I mean, it, it just seems like uh, comparing it, equating it to Viagra is a is yeah. A it's, it's it's absolutely not. Uh, one one allows function, the other allows desire, and right. they, they, they they hit two different two different things.
0: By the way, did you catch the Reddit uh, thread today from the Today I Fucked Up subreddit?
2: No, I'm not subscribed to Today I Fucked, Up, and I should be. Everyone says like
0: hey, uh, every I'm once gonna... in a while you get something fantastic on there, and today was the example of why you don't inject Viagra directly into the oh! region in question.
2: Ah! Ah! Why would you do that? Why would you think that's a good idea? Why? Uh, why?
1: Apparently he Why'd, was going why to Why would people uh... put cocaine on their dick? <laughs>
0: why? <laughs> he was apparently going to a, a all-night swinger club party thing and wanted to be ready to go, you know, for a while. And uh
2: not I feel like that would not let that would not go down. Like, it just, it's, it's, it's massive. You'd, you'd have a heart attack. There was something. an emergency room trip. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm sure there was. I'm absolutely anyway, we got sure. yeah, more anyway, topics? Yes, we do. We got six more topics. Okay. Number six. Number six. So, this one is actually for Amy. Disney has come out and announced they are making a Jungle Cruise movie starring The Rock. Apparently they want to do it like uh, African Queen, the mm-hmm. good old uh, Humphrey Bogart movie. But but not like African Queen? But not like African Queen because it's fucking starring The don't, Rock. So. Don't they
1: both die at the end of African I, Queen? It,
2: do they? I don't remember. I haven't seen the
1: movie in so long. <laughs> Spoiler sure. alert. Neither have I. <laughs> Too soon. I presume a Disney movie will have a happy ending. Yes. I'm um, going to go with that being a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Based almost entirely on the fact that Tomorrowland made so
2: little money. and it had George Clooney in it. It had George Clooney in it.
0: Um, Yeah, no, Jungle Cruise, that was one of my favorite rides at Disneyland. Why are they going to fuck that up? So basically it's
2: going to be two hours of the rock telling bad puns as they hunt. Yeah, like I, like, well, I, like,
0: I feel like, had I realized, you know, if I, if I was the type who lived in Anaheim as, like, you know, a teenager or whatever, like, that could have been a great job for me. You would have
2: been amazing. I totally could have
0: been the Jungle Cruise guy.
2: <laughs> William, like, the Jungle Cruise guy. <laughs> being the
0: really unexcited, like, the, the, the most of the time their shtick is, I have to ride this thing 6,000 times a day. Yay. Um, and I could have pulled that off.
2: You could have pulled that off and would have made it exciting every single time. You would have been legendary at that role. Yeah. You should see, but you lived here instead. Yeah. And you had to work at a bank.
0: I was good at that.
1: <laughs> Dan, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and, and say the one thing that will always be true as far as I'm concerned. Okay. It's always a good thing to work in close proximity to Jeff.
2: I agree. I was we were having a discussion If you stick
1: with Jeff long enough, good things will happen to you too.
2: I was I was telling my mom about our friend Jeff and she was like, "Oh, does is does he have a very important job?" And I said, "The last time he got a promotion, it was on the front page of Yahoo Finance." Was it? It was. <laughs> oh my god. It was because his firm um, merged with another firm, and he got a new title of executive vice president of Liberty Job World, or whatever the hell he does. <laughs> and it was literally on the front page of Yahoo Finance, and I'm like, yeah, I work at a hotel downtown.
0: Go get a communications mm-hmm. degree, kid.
2: <laughs> Apparently, though, the liberal studies degrees, I was actually reading this, and I, I should have put this on here. Liberal studies degrees are now sought after, because no, they're a, not. I was reading it! They're, people are getting hired with li- because they're like the whole jack-of-all-trades. They, I... I I was reading this story.
0: Some journalism kid wrote on a blog. He's <laughs> like, "By the way, liberal arts degrees are amazing, especially jo- journalism. My sister has a journalism degree."
1: Look, there's nothing wrong I mean, with liberal arts degrees.
0: or whatever.
1: It's just that it is guaranteed, almost 100% that you will not work
0: in the field in which you get the degree. I did. But
2: you kind of have to have a degree to work in my field. You did? I mean, I'm work. totally a scientist not, of really, politics.
1: Really? Are you calling accounting a liberal arts degree?
2: Oh, no, no, no. I thought you said in general. You have to... You, no, no, I mean okay. a liberal you, arts degree. You, yes. Dan, I'm, I apologize. You, yes, yes, you yes, as yes, a yes, not yes.
1: graduate student is a perfect example. You just took a bunch of theater classes and you ended up being an, an accountant. accountant. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people who are very successful. They go off. they be journalists and culturalists and things like that. And 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 a lot of people go into PR, that kind of stuff. But you, the the likelihood is you will probably not end up doing whatever your degree like the title you have, of your degree. Yes, if
2: you have, now granted, if you get a degree in chemistry, you're probably going to be a chemist in some, sort of, in, in, it, some in some, some way. way yes. Yes. So. Yes, because. Those, I mean, if you get a
0: sociology degree, you could probably go into that. It's just that nobody on earth would
2: want that job. I don't know what I. I don't think I've ever met a sociologist. You're not the really? type who would meet a sociologist. I, I know. I know. Hundreds. Is he the type who would meet a sociologist? I don't know. I, um, what is the type who would be a sociologist?
1: Basically, if you want to get a degree in social work, and you're indigenous, there is money for you a
2: plenty. Yeah, what
0: I'm saying is, you you don't have a social worker, and you you aren't hanging out with people who like, you know have a lot of social workers around them. Hence, you don't run into a lot of sociologists. No, that's no. that was do, my take. I
2: do run into a lot of homeless people though. Oh. But that's and just I, because they're hanging around they're your hotel. Just hanging around the hotel downtown, yeah. and that's not to say that we were in a bad area. It's just downtown, and there are homeless people. And, and I have them in court, and we're right and right, right around my workplace, and we're right next to the trolley station, the trolley stop. So um, it just and there's a bus stop there. So it, you know it takes all kinds. However, I would assume that, uh, Des, if you're going in, would you mind getting me another beer? There is one for you. All
0: right. But also one and for William me. And William
2: would like another beer as well. I can't remember the last time he did a drink one. Right. I know. This right? It this never is weird. happens. Yeah. It absolutely never happens. No, no, no. I was. You know what's really funny? Like there are some crazy homeless people downtown. There's a guy in a wheelchair who never wears a shirt. Whose skin is? Who's not a black guy? Whose skin is like burnt brown? Who spills milk or soda all over his head and body every day? I haven't seen him in a couple days, and he makes me really sad. But it's. Kind of a thing. Meanwhile, there's also this really nice guy that hangs around. He likes to pet Bandit when I bring Bandit to work, and he just seems like a generally nice guy who just happens to be hanging around downtown. I don't necessarily know if he's homeless. He looks pretty clean, but it's
0: a very interesting. Group See, of like people. the first guy, though, like you think that's really crazy, but I bet you that, like Gwyneth Paltrow does like that same treatment. Or something,
2: <laughs> you know, people pay thousands of dollars right? for a milk bath, right? You know, uh, yeah. No, he's got a coat. I just I worry about him in the winter because he doesn't. He's never wearing a shirt. And he does have a big coat, but uh, well he saved up
0: all the sunlight to get him through the window. I Maybe
2: mean, I mean, that's it. I don't I don't know. It's it's uh, downtown downtown is an interesting place because there are parts of downtown where there are no homeless people. Like the gas lamp has no homeless people. What? Have you been to the gas like, lamp? It's not like you can literally tell when the gas lamp ends and the rest of the city <laughs> begins. Like the gas lamp in East Village, yes, there are homeless, but then you get out of that area and then it's scary. Not scary, but scary.
0: Yeah, 14th Street, the 10 e- villages are a e- bit exactly, much.
2: Exactly, exactly. And so Rihanna dropped me off on 7th, and she was like, it's scary over here. I'm like, this is wonderful. What are you talking about? But literally, you're on 5th, and you cross Broadway, and the second you cross Broadway, yep, you see it. It's it. it but again, we live in a major city. We live in a major city in... Um,
0: a nice climate.
2: Nice climate. Um, I wouldn't want to be homeless and cleveland no offense to cleveland but it snows there i mean i don't want to be homed in <laughs>
0: cleveland and you you're probably going to take offense with that one in cleveland i'm don't saying no offense at the beginning is going to help me on that one
2: um, my company is opening a hotel in cleveland and ran is like we should move to ohio i'm like we should never move to ohio again no offense to people who live in ohio i'll be in ohio in a couple months and we will hang out and do podcasts and it will be great um we were just talking about the homeless in downtown San Diego. That's good. Let's go back to Ohio. What, what, why, what are we doing about Ohio?
1: Besides the fact... I, I want to know what Will thinks of uh, uh, the, the LeBron James putting the entire youth population of Akron through college... Good for him. Really, eighty-seven he- million dollar endowment. I didn't endowment. hear about this. That's really good. I doubt. I doubt that's actually enough in an endowment to put the entire student body at Akron through Akron? the school. Yeah, yeah no, he Akron is
0: he, where we hang out. he set aside a lot of money for kids' college, which is mm-hmm. great because. Uh, Actually, uh, what I've discovered is actually the more money you make available for college, the more colleges raise their prices in exchange. Yeah, so, and
2: they, they 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 don't do it one for one. It's like, oh, there's $100,000 available for college, and then the colleges raise their prices $500,000 in aggregate.
0: Yeah, and it, it if, if the thing. federal government is willing to loan you a quarter million dollars in student loans, then your tuition will become a quarter million dollars. Schools are not stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's well, and, and that goes into the... I worked summers and paid for my college because back then college was literally two hundred dollars or yeah. whatever. I actually don't know if the University $200. of Akron is a
1: good deal. I know it costs approximately 9800 dollars per year.
2: I don't know where the University of Akron is actually located. I, mean, I don't. I, know it's I don't know. Akron, obviously. I don't
1: know if the University of Akron is the equivalent of a CSU, in which case it's a little overpriced, or a UC, in which case it's incredibly affordable.
2: If Rihanna was here, she could tell me. Like, I know a little bit of my way around Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, Rihanna's family is in the, the Ellet area, um, but I don't know where Akron University of Akron is.
0: I know a bunch of colleges in Ohio, but only because so many of them play in the college basketball tournament every year.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: like Xavier, right? Who's over there?
1: I think so.
2: And the Bearcats
0: no I'm Cincinnati. Now
2: now I'm I'm just curious. I didn't I think that's really cool that I was on the name on my list that LeBron is, is at least wanting to pay for kids to go to college. Sure. Yeah, that's, should go
1: to college. that's one of he that's, that's one college. of two um, <laughs> that's that's one of two really
2: big and good sports type people things this week. What was the other big good type Oh, I was gonna tell you why I got props because of you guys at my meeting, but that's gonna go first.
1: The the other big one is that John Cena is performing his 500th Make-A-Wish this weekend.
2: That's cool.
0: Yep. Yeah, at this point, I think the kids are just like, you know what, I could make a Make-A-Wish for like Brad Pitt to show up, and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But if I do John Cena, he's definitely going to be here like tomorrow. No, I think it speaks to the fact that, that wrestling is actually really...
1: It's a lot more popular than those of us who want to call it things like fake. You know, give it credit for. Um, I think the perfect example of that is you understand what's happening this Sunday at SummerSlam, right, Dan?
2: <laughs> uh, I do know that Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell is going to show up as
1: the Arrow. Not necessarily as the Arrow, because the jacket looks like it's black rather than green. Uh, but in an outfit very reminiscent of the Arrow, um, and he is going to fight Stardust.
2: You have failed this arena! And
1: I, and I believe Neville.
2: Like Neville from Harry Potter?
1: No, there's a guy named Neville.
2: Um, I
0: don't know what any of these things mean.
2: I, I, don't, I don't either. I have a co-worker who is a black belt MMA who loves like UFC and does the looks of the wrestling thing and I'm just like I don't know what anything that you're talking about does nothing
1: Nothing. wrestling wrestling is fine it's just fixed
2: it's a show yeah that's
1: that's why because it's fixed you can't it's fixed and it's it's um it's designed to have the matches last a specific amount of time okay it's not the kind of thing where it's, a, it's an actual... Like, 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 what's the big problem with UFC when you really get into it? Uh, I don't know. It's that the main card, if, you're, if your broadcast is 90 minutes, you really want your main card to go at least three rounds. Okay. And just like in boxing, sometimes it's over in 45 seconds. And that means that you've just got like 20 minutes of dead, of dead air. air. I think Ronda broadcast.
0: Rousey's last three fights combined were less than two minutes. Yeah.
1: So, you know, wrestling doesn't have that problem. They know going in who's going to win the bout. They know how long they should be on stage. Outside of that, other than occasionally wrestlers like, collaborating with each other on moves that are too dangerous to not prepare as a stunt, it's not like it's fake. It's just that they already know who, who who's going to be the designated winner of each event and how long they'll last.
2: I feel then it becomes more like a soap opera than not.
1: Well, the perfect example of that is I think the current head of Raw is Triple H. So the fact that they routinely let the wrestlers become like the boss is an indication that it is very much a soap <laughs> <laughs> opera. I'm D- the boss! D- didn't
0: the boss become a wrestler at one point? That McMahon
2: dude? Yeah,
1: McMahon's, McMahon's had some bouts. Even Donald Trump he, had yeah,
0: a bout. Yeah, you know, he, and, he and Trump, I remember seeing this the other day, because there's a bajillion stories about Trump right now, obviously, that apparently McMahon and Trump had decided to fight one another, and then they decided that instead of fighting one another, because they were so rich, that they would get peasants to fight on their behalf. And the
2: So basically, it was like the Republican <coughs> National Debate? Yeah.
0: Is that <laughs> and, so, and the loser had to shave his head, so obviously Trump did not lose that one. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
1: You know, McMahon, McMahon is actually frightening. He was on the cover of uh, Muscle and Fitness, I want to say like two months ago. He is frightening, because he has to be at least 68. <laughs> and that man, I mean, he, he puts Arnold to shame.
0: Oh, boy. So I mean, Uh, yeah, but the the point that they were bringing up in terms of the the Trump and the uh, wrestling thing was that he was playing the the heel. He was playing the bad guy, and he's doing such an amazing job of basically doing the exact same thing. This
2: is Trump's shtick. (laughs) This is what he does. Here's the problem: he's doing it so well. A majority of Republican voters are like, "Yes, I want this guy to be president." He has no desire to be president. None. But what's going to happen when he goes? No, I don't want to be president. What is going to happen to the Republican Party? They're going to lose their fucking minds. Because even if it was a stunt, the shit that he's saying, he can't even believe. There's no possible way a rational person can believe the shit that he's saying, except 30% of the country seems to. And they they, want to nominate this guy. What happens when he says, no, no, no? I, I just... It's going to be a shit show. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton's the judge is like, no, you kind of broke the law, maybe sort okay. of. Would you like Would you like me
1: to to tell to tell you when Trump will actually get out of the race? Sure, because I can call it right now. All right, Des is going to call it. If Trump actually looks like he's going to get the nomination, he's going to get one question that will get him out of the race faster than any other. Which is, Mr. Trump, the last seven presidents have put all of their financial holdings into blind trusts.
0: Will you do that? No, Absolutely not. Yeah, he pretty much has to take himself away from all of his businesses.
1: Yeah, that is is the actual end point. I don't know what he's actually doing. I just don't see a man who prides himself on his ability to make money completely removing himself from the process of making money.
2: Although the stunt from him would be, I'm not going to take a salary so the taxpayers don't have to pay me in in return. I will take a modest salary from my own holdings.
1: No, no, but again, the, the, the reason that you put your, your holdings in a, in a blind trust is so that you can't favor certain industries because you know that you're invested in them.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I agree with you. I'm just saying this is what's going to happen. He's going to sell the Republicans that it's better for him to be allowed to use his money and not take taxpayers' money because that's small government, which you're 100% correct, but a lot of these people... Don't understand that. No, I I'm think, not saying they're I dumb. Think, I'm just think, saying they don't understand. I think that. most
1: of them understand the reason the president doesn't know where he's invested is so that he can't go. You know what I really like today? I like windmills.
2: I like windmills. I like
1: windmills because I'm 100% invested in windmills today. Right? You know, I mean that's the point of a of a blind trust. I agree Trump. with you. I, and and let's face correct. it, given how close Trump is to the Clintons, he has to realize what a mistake that is. The Clintons' blind trust when when Bill was president, it took. Pretty much all of their money.
2: Well, they had a lot of legal things. They They did, but
1: it was also because the person who was managing the blind trust was not very good at his job.
2: Yeah. The Clintons were basically broke when they got out of office. Well,
1: broke broke when you have like $3 million worth of land.
2: Well, yeah, but... But, you know, I mean... Land is not liquid.
0: I get get that, but you understand... But when they'll pay you you, a million dollars to show up and tell an hour-long speech... You're not broke. You're doing all right. You're doing all
2: right. You are doing all right, so... I don't know. I'm starting to like Bernie Sanders more and more.
0: My, I, my new curiosity was, is Trump also going to make the Canadians build a wall?
2: Oh yeah, I love it when he said no, he was going to no, make no. Me- the Mexico build well, a the wall. I'm like, you well, can't make another country do shit!
0: Yes he
1: can! Well, that's not a problem. <laughs> you don't get Because do he's going to say so. That's well, not a problem. It's American <laughs>
2: exceptionalism.
1: Because if Donald Trump becomes president, Canada will willingly build
2: a wall. Yeah, no, hey, none of our citizens are going down there. That was like, a terrible Canadian accent. I apologize to every Canadian who listens for me insulting your country. I'm sorry. And
0: then we got to build a net around the coasts. It's gonna be the next <laughs> step. It's
2: gonna be great. Roll the dice. <laughs> I got five left. <laughs>
0: All right, three
2: number three i texted des this on wednesday the las vegas club has closed its doors what is that the, william would know the las stripper vegas blackjack club Jack. as where we play stripper blackjack and danny's hot dogs oh that casino the one that's all the way on the end let's next wait,
1: to the let's, plaza. let's have a check with will moment will yeah we usually hit the las vegas club about five hours into the evening yeah do you have any recollection of this place or are you already too drunk
0: no. Dan, I thought, gets hot dogs while we're at the El Cortez, because it's right there. No, I only did that no. once. No. And um, Usually,
2: I'm really hungry at that point. I'm I don't you, really, we I don't really remember. We always end up at the Vegas
1: Club about 2 a.m. Yeah. Or 1 a.m. Yeah, He's at that point yeah, where he's like, not going to remember It's like, as you're walking
2: toward the plaza, it's on the right-hand side. There's usually the... It's right the, the, by... The, the, it's, right, it's at the end of the... The stripper pit thing. right there when you walk in.
0: I remember walking in one of those places once where they had the dancing girls up in a cage above the blackjack, but it was like... A weekday afternoon, and I thought there might not be any sadder sight than like that was, the girl that was who has to be like gate. a cage girl in downtown Vegas in a weekday
2: afternoon. I'm
1: pretty sure the Golden Gate does stripper blackjack at all hours. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, the difference is, and I know this makes me a chauvinist. The girls at the Vegas club are actually attractive.
2: They really are, and they did the. They they do the. They used to do the DJ. Um, I think they're the ones who did the DJ outside, right in front of the plaza. That was when we were there on a random Saturday at like oh, yeah. eleven a.m. Like she was out there, like trying to, and there was nobody on Fremont Street. Yeah. Um, the Las Vegas. The Las, see and here, a couple couple things about the Las Vegas club. The Las Vegas club opened in nineteen thirty. So it's been open continually since 1930, so almost 100 years. Um, It did move buildings. It used to be across the street, and Mm -hmm. then it moved over. But the Las Vegas Club itself has been around since 1930. Here's the thing. The Las Vegas Club, the owners are the same people who own the plaza. And what they decided to do is they were going to build a pharmacy, a giant pharmacy, that was going to have closed containers. So you could buy alcohol, and then you could have that alcohol. The owner of the D and the Golden Gate, which is right across the way, from the uh, Las Vegas Club went to the Las Vegas Planning Committee and said, no, this is bad because you don't want people to drink alcohol that's not at your casino. Like, he has to put up with the Las Vegas Club to begin with.
1: You mean, you're telling me the owners on Fremont actually believe I'm too lazy to walk exactly half a block south of Fremont?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because there's a liquor store... A half a block before you start the Fremont experience. But if you're
2: but if you're at Fremont and you don't you don't know that, so maybe you, you're just kinda hanging out and you wanna anyway.
1: Okay, first of all, people, if you go to Vegas and you, you stay on the Fremont Street experience and all you see is the Fremont Street experience, you're doing Vegas wrong. Wait, why would I buy alcohol? So we it, always have alcohol in our hotel room. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, no, but I mean like if I'm in Vegas I drink for free.
1: Yeah, but we also drank in the room. Well, too. yeah, but that's separate.
2: At the end of the yes, day...
0: but where
1: do we get the li- where do we get the liquor? Well, a store. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here.
2: Man, I don't know what we're talking about. At the end of the, you day, were talking about a casino. The owner of the D and the Golden Gate, instead of you know putting his complaints into the Las Vegas Planning Commission and seeing letting them turn down this huge pharmacy store, just bought the property and they just closed it. In true Vegas fashion, you're doing something I don't like. Fuck you! I'm buying your property for forty million dollars, and I'm closing it down. Now he's saying that they're going to renovate the rooms. He's saying that they're going to renovate the casino. Okay. Okay. Who who's saying this? This is the new owner of the Las Vegas Club, who it was owned to Derek and Greg Stevens, the owners of the nearby D and Golden Gate Casinos.
1: Okay, guys, trust me. The one thing you don't want at the Vegas Club is the towers. We actually contemplated staying at the Vegas Club at some point because we like old casinos. At some point, we have to stay
2: at Binion's just because... I think Binion's might still be closed.
1: Yeah, but even so, they'll open again. They will
2: open again, eventually. But
1: we contemplated staying there, and the reviews were so
2: bad that even though it was, I believe, $13 a night, we refused. The, uh, the Las Vegas Club closed its rooms in 2013. They just left the casino open, and now the casino's closed. So when we walk down to the plaza in 90 days, I'm- it was like it's like, gone! 2015, it's going to be closed. It's yeah, no- but- We can no longer go to all those casinos because now one of them's closed. At least the plaza's back. The, yeah, the plaza's back. Um, I was trying to see we should go to a steak restaurant at the plaza. Um, Brian has other dinner plans that he's thinking, and I'm like, oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I thought that was interesting that in true Vegas fashion, one uh, hotel owner group is doing something that another hotel owner group doesn't like, and so that guy just buys the hotel and closes it. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't happen anywhere else. Like, literally, like, last month in July, the the Stevens brothers were in front of the Las Vegas Planning Commission saying, don't let them do this, and a month later, they just said, fuck it, and bought it. Bought it, announced that they bought it on August 14th, and closed it five days later. (laughs) Done. Well, I, done I, also, done.
1: I also have another plan for them.
2: So those stri- those stripper blackjack girls will no longer have jobs.
1: Yeah, that's Aww. the plan. Take the girls from the Las Vegas club and move them to the Golden Gate. They could absolutely. No offense to the girls who who deal blackjack at the Golden Gate. I don't happen to think looking good in revealing clothing should be a criteria for being a blackjack dealer. But all of the girls at the Golden Gate always... Li- they're 35, 40-year-old women who have been dealing blackjack in casinos for 20 years. Their their skin has the quality of, every day I'm surrounded by smoke.
2: You just not sounded well good right now. <laughs>
1: like, no, I'm just... I'm just I'm saying those particular dealers maybe shouldn't be doing stripper blackjack.
0: Does
2: that maybe, make maybe sense? Maybe regular Not blackjack.
1: that there's
0: absolutely anything wrong with those women. So, Dan, you thought we were going to have a conversation about stripper blackjack, and we were going to come <laughs> off as... Upstanding, politically
2: correct, liberal <laughs> feminists, right? Was Golden Gate right? where I lost a hundred dollars in eight minutes? Yes, I have Find never. That place. I have never done well in that place because the last time we went, I also got taken to the cleaners. But last time we went, everybody killed us. We also everybody. ate the D. Yeah,
0: we got killed by every place everybody. that we went.
2: So, yeah, but I did lose $100 in eight minutes at the Golden Gate. And mm-hmm. I do ate the D because it sucked. Even when it was Fitzgerald's, it never, sucked. Nobody's I've nev- ever
1: won at Fitzgerald. I have never won
2: at that building, and I have never won at Golden Gate. Fuck those guys. Those guys own both those hotels. I did I,
1: fine at Golden Gate the last time. I not the last have. time we were there, because I think that we did go on the trip where everybody lost. But the trip before that, I did okay. The
2: at. only hotel that I did okay at was when we wandered off of Fremont and went to Downtown Grand. I broke even. I think that was, Or maybe I was up like 10 bucks. Like that's that actually, that's actually
1: a reasonably <laughs> nice casino. I
2: it's, like that it's
1: place. A, it's an odd um, location, and I'm not sure I'd want to stay there.
2: Yeah. But the
1: casino itself was really nice.
2: I like that place. There is a, um, speaking of, of, of off Fremont Street, there is the Gold Strike. What used to be the Gold Strike is now, because Las Vegas is big. They're trying to turn it into like a mini Austin, like keep Austin weird, keep downtown Vegas weird. Um, and, and so one of the projects that they're doing, because Zappos moved its corporate headquarters to, to downtown Vegas. And so they're trying to revitalize the neighborhood. And then the container park down Fremont a little bit. Um, and, but the, they, they gave money to people who wanted to build businesses. And one of the things that they did is at the Gold Strike, there's like, They've turned the lobby into, like, a corporate lounge. So William has a startup, but he doesn't have an office, and he wants to meet clients. You can take them to the Gold Strike, and you can sit at a nice table, and you can get free Wi-Fi. There's a coffee bar there. And so they've sort of done this. The hotel has an open. I think they want to turn the hotel into condos, but it's like, these are things that are going on in downtown Vegas. It's really, really cool. It's kind of having this weird revitalization outside of Fremont Street. Fremont Street, it just... It's kind of gross. Yeah, exactly. So I find that interesting that like the quote unquote strip of downtown is not where any revitalization is happening right now. It's all happening around it, which although it's
0: it's always sort of like um, swimming upstream. I mean, it's Las Vegas. It's a terrible, terrible boiling hole in the desert. It's surrounded for hundreds of miles by nothing. It, it, it's an interesting little disneyland vacation point but trying to make it into a real city where people live again.
2: it's um it's i feel like the zappos people are trying to do that but only downtown like <clears throat> let's see if we can make this corporate like we're corporate but we're just going to let the city go we want to revitalize the city so we're going to throw a shit ton of money at people who have good ideas for businesses and see what happens yeah. And so the container park is doing very well. They've got a bunch of businesses that they've got loans and capital was given by Zappos. And it's it's starting to turn that area around a little bit. The problem is, is it's very slow because you're right. It's a transient population who doesn't have roots in the city. And that's a problem um, because if you don't have roots in your city, you don't care. I mean,
0: it, it, it's a, a single industry location. Exactly. It's kind of sad. I mean, the people who are, you know, are there working, it's not like they're doing particularly well. And When they tried to build into a real city and thought people were going to move in and they built up the suburbs and so on, everything crashed in the middle of the building. Yeah, They had one of the worst crashes in the, uh, the housing bubble burst and it's even worse there than when they started.
2: Yeah, and, th- and that's the problem. Is, is, is Vegas in and of itself is not going to go away, but as a city they needed to, and they still need to really figure out what it is they are. Like they yeah, built well a bunch the, of houses for people to come, and then the real problem with Vegas
1: up. is that the things Vegas needs to have done to have them attract companies can't be done by Vegas. They have to be done by the state of Nevada. I agree. You could turn Nevada into the Delaware of the, the the West, and just make it so hard to sue companies that every single company in the West has their corporate headquarters in Vegas, so that they can never be sued. Yeah, just like everyone back east is headquartered in Delaware. A lot of companies. From all over the country,
0: our headquarters oh, yeah. in Delaware. Like, if
2: I was going to incorporate a business, I would incorporate in Delaware, mm-hmm. and then just have a DBA in California because. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. But it's one of those things where it's like you know, Phoenix pulled it off. They're in a shithole. That's 120 degrees in the and summer. Phoenix is. is I mean, they're I, surrounded by nothing. I
2: would never live in Phoenix, but they've got. I mean, GoDaddy is there. They've got these major corporations. They've got a
0: huge population. They, yeah. they Once your population is big enough, that you're self-sustaining. Exactly. Vegas never really pulled that off, and and
2: they can't. They're they And
0: not. now they're talking about they want a hockey team and basketball team and the shit. It's it's
2: it's bad. They're gonna have a hockey team. Okay. It's gonna it, be a, it's gonna be a Vegas NHL. Did team. they not
0: learn from putting a hockey team in Phoenix? It doesn't work. It's there. There's gonna
2: be, gonna be hockey, gonna be hockey. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have hockey in Vegas.
1: Um, I think. I think a rule for the uh, the NHL should be that you have to um, actually do hockey in the the ambient conditions of the region in which you live.
2: I know. What was it that we were? It was gonna be in the uh, Stanley Cup. I think was it Dallas and Anaheim that were almost in the Stanley Cup finals. And I feel like that's wrong. And I love hockey.
0: Yeah, Anaheim and the Kings. But the problem—the Canadian teams suck. Like all of them suck. So, eh. Yeah.
2: You get what you get, Michael. Do know you know have if a if the favorite Canadian? And the Canadians did okay this year. Eh. Fortunately, the Oilers. The Oilers are the Oilers. Anyway, all right. I got four left. We got a few minutes. <clears throat> Questions of the universe coming up.
0: And you're supposed to explain to us why you got... Oh, curious.
2: yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. So, before we do that. Okay. No. So, we were in staff and my G- my GM, who's not... Um, staff is a staff meeting that we have every week. Um, and my GM had said, So, what Aren't do you guys... are you amazed? Th- staff is a staff meeting. Yeah. I, I, I don't you're, want to... Even... Your company's got some good uh, titles there. Um, and my GM started talking about the Chargers moving. Like, what do you guys think about the Chargers moving? And... Somebody had mentioned about, you know, L.A., they're going to L.A., and the NFL's going to let them have L.A., and I brought up I'm like, but uh, my understanding is, is that the owner from the St. Louis Rams, he's already built, he's already got the land, and he's building the stadium, and there's no way the NFL is going to let the Rams and the Chargers and Oakland in that market, it's never going to happen, and one of our sales managers, she'd Flat out said, no, that, the Rams, they're going to build a new stadium in St. Louis. No, that's not happening. It's absolutely not happening. And I went, yeah, okay, fine, you know, because I'm not the sports guy, and I just kind of backed away. And then at the very end of it, she said, you know what? Uh, But, you know, does anyone have anything else for this meeting? He said, you know what? I got to give Dan props. He was right. The Rams owner is building a stadium in L.A. And he's got first dibs. And I thought I was like, thank you, Des and Will, because I would not have known that otherwise. Do do you you want
1: to go through the rigmarole that people are making up in their head about this move? We can do it. No, we don't. We don't need to. I just wanted to say thank you. Here's no. Here's the current the current thinking from what I understand. The current thinking is that who's the who's the owner of the Rams? Will
0: Stan Kroenke
1: may have to partner like with the Chargers monkey. in his Inglewood stadium <clears throat> to make the Chargers happy, in which case Oakland would move to San Diego, in which case Jacksonville would move to St. Louis.
2: The San Diego I buy Rangers. none of that. I buy none of that. None no, of no, that. no, 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 no.
1: But that, that, is, what, that is what people are peddling on, on Sports Talk. What was really interesting to me is I read a Chuck Cloustman article um, where he basically equated the NFL to Fox News. That basically the way the NFL operates in their news cycle, they do the same thing Fox News does. They basically create news stories to talk about all day long that really have very little actual meaning to them. Yes. I thought that was really
0: interesting. I don't remember what the name of that essay was, but if you can find it, go. Now, now, granted, Jacksonville and Buffalo and Oakland should all get the fuck out of their markets, Mm -hmm. Um, but San Diego shouldn't.
1: No, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I think San Diego only gets to go to LA if they could actually float the Carson plan, and I can't see the league ever agreeing enough to allow e- either Oakland or San Diego to become an NFC team. Yeah, the whole thing's a little. I don't messy. see. I don't
0: see that happening. My, my take generally was that the the NFL at this point seems to think that San Diego is a good market and they should stay there, yep. and so the Chargers now overplaying their hand and saying we don't want to. We don't want to be here. We want to leave if they get to LA, they're going to find a fan base that doesn't like them, and if they stay here, they're going to find a fan base that no longer likes them. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate. What else you got? Any questions, or what, what time no, we got? No, no.
2: We got <clears> we're at 49 minutes. We could do questions, but I got four topics. Rogue One, Star Wars Lands at Disneyland, Ashley Madison, and He-Man getting a new writer. Anybody want to talk about any of those?
0: I don't care. So the Duggar guy got busted on an I ass-
2: know! Ass- that was that. And it- apparently
0: there's a bunch of State Department uh, emails in there that's not good a bunch of like White House uh, e- emails in there uh, people at work doing uh-huh. these things people but Josh that. Duggar is so far the only famous person who's been outed on which
1: it. is oh, that's not true a couple of uh, Christian vloggers have also been caught I don't think that it's a it's a lack of of um, people being caught it seems to be a more an intent by the media <laughs> Not to out anyone in this case, unless outing them exposes a great deal of hypocrisy, because it does seem to be the, the Josh Juggers. It seems to be that, and the Christian vloggers, and the people who go. I know, on like if, and Charlie
2: talk about email, if, if Charlie Sheen's email, if Charlie Sheen's email is on there, everyone's like, well, of course his email is in yeah. there. Oh, yeah. no, it
1: just it just seems that the press has taken the case that that just because this information is available doesn't necessarily mean we should cover all of it. So if there's something that they feel is like pertinent.
0: You're kidding me, though, right? You, you don't think TMZ hasn't been combing this thing for celebrities to just destroy? Oh, for money? I know. I
1: absolutely think. They I haven't. think even TMZ is is influenced by major media outlets and how they behave, because TMZ understands they're kind of like the the wayward stepchild of of news, and what they don't really want to be is like the the absolute total black sheep, like the the tabloid press in England.
0: They are the tabloid press in America. No, no,
1: they're not. They have not. They have not. National Enquirer
0: knowledge. isn't still a thing. Okay. It's TMZ. They have not, to my knowledge. Is Perez Hilton
2: still
1: around? Is he a thing? Um, probably. TMZ has not, to my knowledge, broken into a dead girl's cell phone to erase her messages so that they can hear new messages. Okay, there are some limits to even how far our own paparazzi press will go. And that is influenced by how the major news outlets choose to cover news. If if they if they say you know hey gloves are off do whatever you want, I'm sure TMZ would tell us every little interesting tidbit that they find in in that list. But at the end, at the end of the day, I'm not sure really if this is news. As much as I dislike Josh Duggar for a variety of reasons, um, I think the only thing we know is that he had a
0: paid account.
2: Yeah. No, you know, no, I mean they, like it's he, just it's just yeah,
0: piling on. He
2: he. They, they basically looked at you know because you can now they they put out what what you want, what you're into, and it was stuff like taking a bubble bath. Cuddling. Oh yeah, it really was. I mean it, that was, bad. it was your basic oral sex, missionary, like your basic sex stuff. But then it was like I want someone to talk to. Like it was yeah just the nicest thing ever. But
0: it was like. You know, I I didn't know who the hell this guy was. I was like, is he the one who was diddling his sisters? Mm -hmm. Or is he the dad of the 19? They're like, oh, the diddling one. I'm like, oh, yeah. I still don't know who that is. The
2: diddling one is also cheating on his wife. Yeah. Well, what makes it news is the fact that he
1: spent the last 10 years making money by being a paid lobbyist pushing traditional Traditional marriage values. And so the fact that apparently... Those don't apply to him makes it news.
0: Do as they say, not as they do. Yeah, the far more interesting one for uh, fucking hypocrites recently, though, were the state, legislatures from Michi- state legislators from Michigan. What did they do? There were two freshman Tea Party Republicans, male and female, uh, both married, who were having oh, an affair. Oh, i heard
2: this, yes, yes. But it got way more
0: bizarre than that, because it's one thing to be like, oh, there were some hypocrite the, uh, the, family values people were who were sleeping affair, with each whatever, other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy decides that... Uh, he wants to get out ahead of this story uh, before it gets leaked and the way to make it so that nobody will believe that story is to instead convince his one of his lead staffers, instead take the day off, go and put out a fake story about me trying to pick up a guy in a bathroom that way when that one comes out first, nobody will believe that I'm sleeping with this woman and
2: I feel like there's so many things <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> right, it's one of those things where it's
0: like, <laughs> like, there's no way you thought this was a good idea. And
2: you know what? If he was picking up a staffer in the bathroom, a, don't do that. Just come out and be gay and be awesome. But b, why do you think it's a good idea you know, to like,
0: do this? So you know, like, this is gonna shine way better on me than the fact that I'm just having a hetero affair. Like, <laughs> right, like, oh my god. Um, so, uh, the staffer. records this conversation i'm wondering at what point he was like hold on a second uh i'm just gonna mess with my phone here for a second no keep going keep going uh just just speak a little closer actually
1: actually, you know I, i hate to say this but it's probably true i imagine if you work for such an individual you probably record all your conversations with them
0: well i assume if you work for these people you're true believers for the whole tea party nonsense cause but apparently there's a point where you go you know what never fucking mind um, and so both of them had to have their like tearful press conference, like confessions now. But I think both of them are in the. But I'm not going to resign because I'm still doing a good job for my whatever. It's, and
2: maybe they are. Maybe they're doing a wonderful job. And you know what? If 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 you, the only, here's my thing. If you got elected on a platform of family values and you're sleeping with your co-worker, that's a problem. If you got elected on a platform of raising education standards and you're sleeping with a co-worker, go fuck them. I don't care. That's your marriage thing. Like, I'm yeah. not, like, I didn't vote for you because you're the family values guy. I voted for you because you're going to teach my fucking kids. So, anyway, that's that. That's all I had to say about that. That was Dan yeah. soapbox. little box. Let's stand on it.
0: And But none of them are nearly as interesting as uh, Jared Fogle. Is oh, that the guy name?
2: Jared Fogle. Now, is it true? I heard, like, under 10... I don't know how young. I I was, I I was, we were talking about it at work. Isn't isn't that the one benefit of him um, pleading? Is that we don't have to know the details? We don't have to know the details, but I was, I was, I was. But he's paying off
0: 14 of them, 100 grand uh each.
2: And they're all uh, definitely under 18. There was one at least 16 year old that I know of um, that he had sex with. And then our. uh, a coworker of mine is like, I heard it was as young as ten, and I went, No, stop! We're all. St-. And then another one of my he was eating fresh. Yeah, then another one of my coworker, all day was making shit comments like that. <laughs> like, oh, it's like the Subway uh, guy. Uh, oh. I'm gonna,
0: like like realize at some point this dude was like the 425 pound college student like hanging out in his dorm all day. Yeah. The reason he ate Subway is because it was like the one restaurant that was downstairs in the dorm. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, yeah, so I'm not surprised that he has a, a little bit of a strange uh, 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 thing going on there.
2: He's a weird. I but mean, the, the,
0: the mean, thing that really bothered me, they said the guy has a net worth of $15 million. Yeah, believe it, because mm-hmm. he wrote books and he did like, speaking like, engagements. Subway doesn't have to pay some random Yahoo $15 million to, to sell sandwiches. you want to pay RG3 or Michael Phelps, you're going to have to pay them millions wait, to come wait, shill wait, your wait, shitty wait, sandwiches. Why would you pay RG3? <laughs> well, when they started paying him, he was good. Was he capable of actually playing football? At the time. Okay. There was a few weeks there. Um, but, you know, it's like, if you're just, a, I don't know, like the redheaded girl from Wendy's, right? If she's Win- like, Wendy? I want if I want millions, well, you'd be like, uh, no, there's a the, bajillion other redheaded girls, you're fired. Here's the,
1: here's the difference. Are going to pay these people? Wendy is a
0: nondescript <laughs> character. <clears throat> Subway used his actual name. Yeah, but you could have you thrown out a ton of different people who were like, yeah, I was overweight too and I ate a bunch of Subway and now I'm like skinny. Like you could have put up any number of people to say that exact but, same thing. You know,
2: they put up that guy, and then he <clears throat> was an inspiration to millions. And I am not going to deny that he was an inspiration to millions of people to try to lose weight. And he wrote books, and did speaking <clears throat> engagements, and that's where his net worth of fifteen million comes from. Unfortunately, he used that for nefarious purposes. And what I find great about this is, is they didn't arrest him; they arrested his basically the guy who got him the girls. And he turned over on him, just like you do when you're arrested. Well,
0: apparently some reporter said she's been hanging out with him for like four years, and he was very upfront about it, and she eventually wore a wire and turned it all over. Yeah, I,
2: I didn't read that article. I saw it, but I didn't read it. That is creepy. Yeah. Like, in what world do you think that that's okay?
0: Like, hey, lady, uh, journalist, let me tell you about this. <laughs> like, uh, Really? If that actually happened, I don't know. All Sounds right. fishy.
2: Questions of the Universe. Um, every week I throw out a uh, request for Questions of the Universe. Anybody can ask us anything, we will answer it, and you will get a shout out. The first one is actually a late submission from last week. It's a Doctor Who question, so, William can feel free to just turn off. Um, this one comes from Karen Fink, uh, who is an old co worker of mine. And she writes um, She heard that David Tennant might be returning for this newest season of Doctor Who. And did we have any thoughts on that? Um and I, I did. well you know it's not like he's doing much. He's in A.K. Jessica Jones. He's in a big old Netflix show.
1: Oh, he's in a big old Netflix show.
2: He's in a he's a Marvel Universe character now. David Tennant. I'm just theater. it's not like that guy's got a bunch on his plate right now. Uh, I think David Tennant's doing just fine. Um, in terms of if if they are bringing um Fires of Pompeii back. I uh, I I would be very happy because I think there'd be a very interesting story to tell as to why that guy in that episode looks like the twelfth doctor, and it would be I I, and I love David Tennant. David Tennant is my doctor. I love the tenth doctor, and I want to see more of him.
1: What if they're being really out there, Dan? And they're just going to randomly start doing other Doctor episodes in the middle of the series? I
2: feel like they are. I feel like that'd this be season awesome. Is if you just
1: brought like Matt Smith back for like one episode, and it's just kind of like, yeah,
2: it doesn't make any sense. Deal with it. I just, I feel well because they're going back to the diner that was an impossible astronaut, and I feel like this is going to be a whole series about the Doctor going back and talking to himself, and it's going to be amazing, and I want to see it. Okay, I can't wait. I just, I'm really excited for this I season really, of Doctor Who. Dan, I really just think they should
1: randomly have do- like just Doctor randomly episodes. have
2: Matt Smith. <laughs> just like
1: in the middle of the series for no reason. It's just kind of like you know what we missed David for an episode, and then it's like oh we met Matt. We miss so We brought him back for an episode. So
2: basically, like there's 12 episodes of a, a series, and in episode nine, it's just the tenth Doctor and Donna. Yeah, just randomly just for no reason, <laughs> no reason. I would actually really. It's like It's Doctor that. Who. Why do you have to? Why, there is, is no reason. Um, speaking of which, I owe your wife. An episode listing because she did ask for it of what oh, she should yeah. watch.
0: Dan's supposed to make my wife a mixtape.
2: And I will uh I will watch it with her if she uh, Rihanna volunteered to watch it with her too if she really wanted to get a Doctor Who. I, I've got uh, it right it for, now. I've got it for uh, her right
0: now. She should watch Hannibal instead. She's binge watching Mad Men right now.
2: Good for her. Mad Men is excellent.
0: I walk in every once in a while and watch a little bit of it.
2: Don Draper puts people down, and it drinks a lot and smokes.
0: And No, that that describes far more than I've ever seen happen on the show.
2: Nothing happens episode to episode, and that's the brilliance of that show.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like a Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I <coughs> don't even see the, the people wrong. don't
0: move. They don't talk. Nothing happens. But they're like, look at what an amazing job they did of putting people in clothes from the 60s. I'm like, okay. That's the brilliance
2: of that show is nothing <laughs> happens episode to episode. But over the when you look ever, at it over the course of matter. a season, you're like, holy shit, so much happened.
0: Yeah, she's been telling me it was the same thing when she binge watched Parenthood <sighs> recently. It's a lot of like real people dealing with real problems in life. And I'm like, you watch TV shows for the wrong reason.
2: We are watching Masters of Sex right now, and it is wonderful. Michael Sheen is wonderful. Um, what's her bucket? I can only think of her character. Lizzie name. Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan is wonderful. Everybody's wonderful. It's like Bo Bridges is great. It's a great show.
1: Maybe I'm odd. I'm watching Everwood right now, and that really just feels again? me.
2: Yeah, again. I love the, that show. It's a great show. With the
1: sense that I should yell at Dan that he doesn't understand me.
2: I don't understand Des. That's a very 15 year old thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, that's, like, that's like 90% of that show. That's really what that it's show is. It's some teenager yelling at some yeah. adult that they don't understand.
2: Usually they're yelling at Treat Williams. Usually it's. No, or,
1: or Tom. Uh, uh, oh, or yeah. I, oh, I love Dr. Abbott. It doesn't matter which parent it is. It's just there's always some episode where someone doesn't get it.
2: Rihanna got me into Everwood. She, you know, When we started dating, she was like, you got to watch this show called Everwood. I'm like, It's a WB show. Yeah, there's, I don't do that. That was actually, a really good show. It is.
1: And there's a couple takeaways from. from uh, from Everwood that I, that I didn't, my I didn't know originally. One, Emily Van Camp is an actual ballerina. Yes. And I feel like Joss Whedon got better service out of um, what's her name? I can't remember I her can't name. I can't remember her
2: name either. River.
1: River danced more than. Yes, than, because than, she's
2: an actual ballerina so as she,
1: well. Well, she's a successful ballerina. Yes. Whereas Emily Van Camp was obviously a not successful ballerina. One is Emily Van Camp was like a zygote when they made that show.
2: She's just really young.
1: I think right now she's still under thirty. She
2: yeah, um, she's
1: young. And two, I never. And three, I never knew this. Apparently, Chris Pratt and Emily Van Camp dated.
2: Oh, that's awkward because they played brother and sister on the show. Although no, so that's that's Dexter.
1: awesome. I kind of feel bad for Emily Van Camp because like,
2: oh, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure she that She broke like, up with Chris Pratt. I'm I pretty sure is Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure that after um, Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World, Chris Pratt can just himself print money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not positive but I'm pretty sure he's the new Robert Downey Jr., isn't he? Yeah,
2: he basically is the new Robert Downey Jr.
0: Were you talking about Summer Glow?
2: Summer Glow! Summer thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, um, the next one actually comes from uh, a, a young lady named Jessica Zisco Crawford, who happens to be my little sister, who asked us a question from the universe. She said, what will happen when HBO releases new episodes of Game of Thrones that go beyond the books? Are we going to watch? Or are we going to wait for the, the book to come out? And I uh, let me. We actually it. haven't I, talked about that. No, that's fine.
1: I'll answer it right now. Um, I'm gonna watch. Uh, if you want to sit around and wait for the book, sit around and wait for the book. Um, I don't have any faith the book is actually coming. Ever? No, I think <laughs> I think now that that he he's writing the 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 last thing George R, R. Martin wrote was an episode of television.
2: Yes, I'm
1: pretty sure that. George R. R. Martin actually secretly hates writing. There are people out there, you, you understand, that you listen to their their work ethic and how they do their process, and you realize that they just fundamentally love the process of writing. Stephen King sits down and writes 8-10 hours a day. He loves writing. Every single day, and I guarantee you there are days where he writes stuff that he reads it the next day, and he's just like, this is like the worst dribble ever written by a human being. But he still just loves the process of going yeah. in in the morning and writing. Yeah. And then there's also people out there who are kind of filled with Weird ideas that they have to put down on paper, like Brandon Sanderson. You know, who like I wouldn't say he's like the best fundamentally. I sit down and write for eight hours. He's like the if I don't write about this weird chalk world, it won't shut up in my head. Kind of writer. And George R. R. Martin's the kind of guy who's like, well, I'm broke. I guess I'll struggle through writing a book again. So yeah, wait for the wait for the sixth book. I don't I don't. It's not that I don't have faith that the sixth book won't come out. I don't have any faith that he'll finish the series.
2: I feel like William's going to not wait for the book and watch the television show. Did
0: they make a book out of the show?
2: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Speaking of Stephen King, yes, the man writes 10 pages a day for three months straight, and either the book is finished or it's not, and if it's not, he keeps going. Then he puts it, and this is in on writing, then he puts it in a drawer For like three months while he he works on something else. And then he comes back to it and then he gets that, this is the worst drivel ever. And he rips it to shreds and he does it again. And then he does it for the third time and then the story's done. Because the man just loves to sit down Mm in his little word processor and write. Yeah, He loves to write. And if you've ever read a Stephen King novel, you understand why why that is the way it is. Like a
0: blind squirrel, he's found a couple of nuts during that entire career.
2: He's got a lot of very good books. I do like Stephen
1: Brandon Sanderson's the lot. same way, except that he he has that genius aspect.
2: I do like a lot the Sanderson stuff. What, I've read, I, what I, I really
1: like. What I mean by that is he writes something that's absolutely drivel, and he comes back and he reads it six months later and he goes, "God, this is awful." But he doesn't rip it up. He just kind of shoves it on the shelf, and then like ten years later, he
2: goes, "You know what would fix that one book I wrote ten years ago?" And then he fixes it, yeah. and it's like one scene, and it while everything else works. Uh-huh. Um, the next one actually comes from number one listener, Brett. Uh, my good friend Brett from childhood. Is Tony Soprano dead? This is an interesting question. Because I think that I show... Think,
1: I think it, it comes with like a sub-question. Which is? Does anyone care?
2: Well, okay. Because here's
1: the thing. I'll be honest. If you tell me that HBO is going to do a Sopranos revival, I will literally go and kill someone at HBO. I don't
2: think they're going to do a I am getting,
1: revival. I'm getting sick of this revival crap. Like, I, Heroes might be good. I'm going to watch Heroes Reborn... Not because I think the people who are on the show originally are good, but I just want to see Zachary Levi play the bad guy.
2: I, I'm actually excited about Heroes Reborn. I will give it but a few But only episodes. because I want to see Zachary Levi to be the bad I guy. I started watching the first season of Heroes again. Damn, that was a good show. That season was really good. Um, here's the thing with this question. Yes, James Gandolfini is in fact dead. That is unquestionable. Yep. If we're talking about, since so The Sopranos were actually kind of mirrored real life in real time, the show ended in 2007, so in 2016, nine years later, is the character of Tony Soprano dead? I would venture to guess probably in those nine years, somebody yes. killed him. Really? I don't uh, think so. You don't think so? I think he dies of natural causes. It's interesting. Just I, like James Gandolfini. Poor James Gandolfini. Did Tony Soprano die in the finale? No. We were killed in the finale.
1: So That's not true.
2: Yes, that's exactly true.
1: No, that's not true. The character... That the audience was represented by
2: yes was, was killed, killed in the, in the, last the finale. Episode. yes that's but what I mean but you
1: personally Dan Zisco. no I'm still here we're not killed that's that's a that's a what what do you call that as a figurative kind of reality right yes, you know what it, I mean? one character, character represents character.
2: everybody rather than you personally um, okay the next one actually comes from Mike Schwabe, and this is my favorite question of the universe. <clears throat> I know Will doesn't like the Deadpool trailer, but can he name any comic movie with a better insult than Deadpool calling Colossus a giant chrome cock gobbler? Sorry, I'm in New Orleans and I'm drunk. (laughs) The simple fact that he admitted he was drunk in the question. Yeah, uh, just like, all right.
0: Uh, Do they insult people in other comic book movies? (coughs) Yeah. Pretty much any Wolverine movie has Wolverine insulting somebody. Yeah, I've never seen a Wolverine movie.
1: Wolverine insults people. Wait, you you haven't seen X one, X two, X three, First
2: Class is Origins. Origins. He does insult. Class, he does Wolverine. insult them in First Class. He's in that yes. one scene in First Class, and he insults both Professor X uh-huh. and uh, Xavier. And um, well, technically that's not Magneto. Technically
1: that's not Wolverine. That's pre pre Wolverine Logan. That it was still Logan, but yeah. No, before he loses
0: his memory.
2: Yes, it is before he loses his memory, I feel, which I feel, I,
0: think. I feel like I would have a hard time going back and watching them because I can't really picture uh, Hugh Jackman doing anything that doesn't involve him singing and dancing.
2: He's great as Wolverine. And, and
0: him like being a, a buff, burly superhero just seems odd to me. Well, technically, he's not a buff, and burly superhero.
1: He's a buff, burly um, <clears throat> asshole.
2: He's, he's, he's actually quite. And good they haven't it in those retconned movies.
1: it, Dan. It's just in Wolverine. It's supposed to be Wolverine like the modern storyline. So he's recovered a bunch of his memories.
2: I just feel like after Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. everything that came before has been retconned. Uh,
1: no, not but not
2: but I never sense, saw sense, the second no, but, Wolverine but, but movie. Not first classes. No, first class hasn't been retconned. It can't be because it it comes before. Yeah, it beca- Days exactly. Of Anyth- past. A- anything other than first class has been retconned because they basically wiped the X universe clean.
1: No, but that's only if we allow Brian Brian Singer to do that, and we don't. We don't actually allow that. We
2: don't. Have whether or not he does it. He just does it, and 20th Century Fox is like, cool, at least you're not the Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, but no, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is is that when, when Old Man Logan comes out, um, the question will be, is this a weird alternate reality kind of story, or is it a story that completes kind of the Wolverine trilogy? And the audience will be the one who makes that decision. Not any of the various directors and writers. So yes, I would agree. All the stuff that happens to Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in the X-Men movies was kind of wiped away. Yes. By by Brian Singer. And that's what that's one of the big problems I had with Days of Future Past. But it doesn't necessarily affect the separate Wolverine trilogy, which if the audience decides it's one complete trilogy.
2: So is a separate Wolverine trilogy exist in another parallel universe? Maybe. I,
1: I can't answer that question. I, I can only tell you that I know, a lot of people really didn't like Wolverine, like the Wolverine. But to me, it was the only real time they've ever done Wolverine properly. I haven't seen it, and I'm talking about like the 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 Mark Silvestri, Chris Claremont Wolverine back when like it was specifically about Wolverine not in costume.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. it was
1: just about him trying to make his way in the world. Yeah, and it I I refuse to let let Brian Singer make that movie go away. So if that means the Wolverine trilogy happens in an alternate reality. That's fine. I'm going to view it as one trilogy. Okay. With Old Man Logan being the end of the trilogy.
2: Okay. The next question comes to us from Andrew Rogers, uh, and I actually read something on this, and so I, I looked it up. Um, this is a little bit sweating the small stuff. I would kind of wish Brian was here for this. How did they prove the existence of the neutrino, a particle that carries no charge and has almost no mass? Does anybody have an answer for that?
0: Fucking Wikipedia will. Hold on a second.
2: Basically, it had something to do with them... Uh, Well, a particle physicist went,
1: look what I found. And then he published that in a magazine. And then, not a magazine, a literary, uh, a scientific journal. And that scientific journal was cited in a one-page science thing, which I read in a magazine. That's all I need to know. I, I, I don't routinely go around accusing scientists of not being able to prove the stuff they say they can prove. The
2: problem with the neutrino is is we knew it existed. Pauli knew it existed. They, they, they knew that something was taking away energy from a uh, molecular uh, reaction. Uh-huh. But they couldn't prove it because they can't find it. Because it has no mass, it has no charge, they can't find it. So basically they did something with a nuclear reactor... <clears throat> and sending off a bunch of particles, and basically a lot of the particles kind of glommed onto to each other for whatever element they were using, but it still left them with something. And what was left was the neutrino. They could actually physically see it. Um, that That's basically all I remember about a neutrino. And again, if we had Brian here, I'm sure he could explain it much better than gonna I can. I'm
1: go back to my logic. <laughs> I don't routinely question scientists telling me they've proven things that they've proven. There's like a thousand other scientists who make it their personal responsibility to test your hypothesis and find out whether or not you're full of shit. That's kind of how the peer review system Pretty works, much, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like, I, I, so I, I kind of take it on faith that if you go to the trouble of risking
2: embarrassment for the rest of your natural life... You're probably right when you say you've proven something. Basically, there was a, an experiment called the cohen Rhines neutrino experiment where they created anti-neutrinos in a nuclear reactor by beta decay which reacted with protons to produce neutrons and positrons. The positron finds the electron and they d- destroy each other, which makes sense. That results in gamma rays, which you can see. The neutron then is detected by... By its capture on the so the neutron then moves to a nucleus, and because the nucleus changes, you can therefore or find the neutron. Did that make any sense? More importantly, will do you care about any of this? It's an interesting question. I think it's a good question for sweating the small stuff. So, which we're doing soon. I,
0: I, but the big question I, is: I Do neutrinos th- cause autism? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably. I
2: feel like
1: Probably. The episode
2: title. Um, do, do neutrinos cause autism? I hope if
1: Brian tackles this, he does something more than just neutrinos.
2: Well, I'm sure he will. Brian's, just have him do an episode on particle physics. Brian's amazing at this stuff. All right, the next one actually comes from Andy's mother, DJ McLaughlin, who's a good friend of mine, and a friend of mine on Facebook. Wait, we
0: took two weeks off and we got more questions of the universe than we've ever had for the rest of our history We had mine. a bunch of questions
2: two weeks ago. Don't you remember? We were out here for hours. You no, know I don't remember <laughs> things. <laughs> How do things work? Um... The next one comes from DJ McLaughlin. Where in the world did the GOP get such harebrained policies? I don't quite know how to answer that. Uh, I, so I need, I need you to be more specific. Which harebrained? She just brain- said harebrained policies. So take that as you will. I think I've
0: identified it. that Republicans have actually a different brain physiology. Have you read this before? Yeah. Yes, no, I no. have. And there is a it's different. It's like it's far more uh, fear-based. Like the, the section of the brain that controls that has much more control over the particular personality, which you can extrapolate
2: out. And which they figured out. Like, yeah, they when, look and at the brain. And-
0: when you are scared of things in general, your natural tendency is to look out for you and your own. Yes. right. You, you have a hierarchy of, I'm the most important, then the next most important is my immediate family, then the next most important thing is my community, and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that the, whoever is the furthest from you is... The fucking devil, and, and you this, can boil case, down it's, it's the other. It's the anti the other. You can boil down most Republican policies into some combination of fear and selfishness on any particular issue that you come up with.
2: Yes, which is why I'm 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 liberal. I'm 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 not afraid. If your and brain's not built
0: that way, if instead you are built to consider. Not myself, not what's best for me or my own, but what is best for all of us. That what's best for all of us is also good for me. You will come to a completely different policy position. And you know what they
2: call y- that? Socialism. Will yes,
0: <laughs> basically yes. And so you end up with people who who basically see the world in two completely different ways. And and the way you really really see this uh, uh, a lot right now. I have a, a former boss who comes in the other day, he's been talking about it a lot, that the only way we're going to solve ISIS is with nukes.
2: There are millions of other ways to solve ISIS. And I'm like, like, ISIS is like, I don't know, a few
0: random people in a gigantic population. Are you going to nuke a whole city to take out a few, like, random guerrilla fighters? Like, this doesn't make any sense. But I see that he has this generic fear that, like, these people are going to kill us all. They're going, to, they're destroying society. Everything is going to hell in a back. And we have to do something right now, and it has to be drastic. And the liberal attitude is the more the, like look, we can solve this. They have, you know, particular needs that they're looking out for. They're, you know, people just like the rest of us. This is something that can be addressed through diplomacy, blah, blah, blah. And But you see that entirely different way of just thinking about uh, how to handle an issue in the world.
2: I, 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 I do feel that we need to... Thank you, Desmond. I do feel that we need yeah. do need to do something about ISIS only because it's like... We need to be the. We need to be better than that. We and, need and, to be. And I, I screwed be,
0: up there. I crossed yeah. up my Iran and ISIS issues. But
2: no, Iran, <laughs> Iran. Everybody who says that's a bad deal and we're going to change it literally does not live in reality. The deal was wonderful. It was the best deal we were going to get. Um, Basically, you can't tell. Was it Ted Cruz who said, "I would tell them they could have a nuclear problem, a nuclear program, or an economy"? Who the fuck are you, and who the fuck do you think America is? You don't get to Uh, tell a country uh, that.
1: He's he's operating from a fundamental misunderstanding of how the world works
2: because of the fear and
1: not necessarily the fear. He thinks that um, because we want to put sanctions on people, that means that everyone else will go along. If you believe that, Dan, then you see no reason why the sanctions can't continue. You have to acknowledge that, that I don't know, that the United States is not the premier ship of the world. Yeah, And and, I, and that's the thing some conservatives, not all conservatives, have a problem with at current. But I, I wasn't here for their discussion. I'm sure they went crazy leftist on me. I was gone. Um, I will say that it's not so much that the, the, the Republican Party has harebrained ideas at the moment. It's that it's it's become perfectly evident that they're really really short on on empathy for people other than themselves. That was kind of what I said, and yeah, I'm sure you did. I, I don't. I didn't mean to suggest when you went crazy leftist that I was that wrong. You were yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just tend to put it in slightly more understanding terms. Uh, yeah, they're they're really they're not really empathetic, and and unlike our parents' generation, where leftism and progressivism was all about personal freedom, it's becoming apparent that current progressivism is more about being empathetic towards people who don't have as much as you. Yes. At least for our generation. It it absolutely is. So when the Republicans... like uh, What I tweeted today is the perfect representation of the Republican Party. All I simply said was that if the GOP field was as dedicated to the welfare of children as they are to the unborn, it would be a much better world.
2: But their thing is... We have to protect all the unborn children, but as soon as they're born, we'll let them starve to death. Which goes into the next question, which comes from Neil Sullivan. Uh, he wants to know where the GOP gets such harebrained people. Oh, that's not hard to figure Is that, that figure a different question? That's a different question. Yeah. Uh, was probably the ideas was come from people.
1: No, 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 it's not that. Um, they get them from Fox News. Fox News has monetized the saying of crazy things. Yes. And now that the saying of crazy things is monetized, why wouldn't, if you were a conservative, if you really believe this stuff, at least to some degree, why wouldn't you say the most outrageous thing if it meant you got to be a multimillionaire in the process?
2: Here's what's funny, is Fox News monetized the craziness, which led people to be more crazy, which made Fox News go even crazier, which made their candidates say crazy things, because all of the people were listening to Fox News, so on and so forth, so on and so forth, and now you have Donald Trump, who is saying the craziest things that Fox News is saying, that's right. That's, oh, how that's, low? Dan, you're being insulting to Fox
1: News in that. The crazy things Donald Trump says are things that even Fox News won't say. Yeah, but
2: the, the, the audience of Fox News is loving it. Yeah. So that's all. Where do they get their harebrained people? Fox News. Fox News is, is the responsible party. Okay. I have more questions, but I'm holding a child. So give me a second. Um, the next one is, of course, comes from Jason Brigger. Uh, from the History of Bad Ideas podcast, and he has his normal question about why Dez is so angry. I'm not angry. I'm forceful. There's a difference. You're, you're okay. I just, I feel like, the, I was saying this earlier. Oh, oh, hi. No, no. No, no. Okay. Um, the guys at 365, you can't touch that. The guys at 365, please. Can't touch did this. Did call Jason Brigger a proper diva. Oh, he is. He is he's a, very he's a, a proper diva. <laughs>
1: i think he's still complaining that he has not been on dark angels and pretty freaks
2: oh jason if you come to vegas you can come be on our show yeah no
1: i'm not i'm not angry at all i'm a very passionate person and when i discuss the things that make me passionate i tend to be forceful about it there's a difference between that and being actively angry If if you want to see me actively angry just listen to any of the number of episodes in which i've spent more than
2: about five minutes talking about tim burton that's true. Um, Nickel from Graphic Novice, uh, Graphic Novice podcast, that I haven't seen an episode recently from the Musings of a Geek podcast, but I'm sure they're going to send them in. Nickel did say that you're only angry with yourself because you forgot to send in sex questions for their episode 69.1, their podcast on love. Did okay, you not? Say, I didn't send in any sex love. questions either. There were no sex questions. I, had no, I have no questions about sex. I know how it works.
0: Step one for love. Don't be on a podcast. It's, <laughs> bad. it's bad for that, for your prospects. Well, He's not Aww. He's not wrong
1: about that. I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, um, you two are married. I was single when we started
2: the podcast. I'm still single. It's not helping my stuff. And
1: Dan hasn't had sex since he started doing this podcast.
2: But that's not true. There's a baby. I had sex at least once. At least once. One time. And we got you. Yeah, that's right. He's... <laughs> Yeah, he's Des is right. He's literally about to start replacing me on this show, like huh? he's not that far off. No. <laughs> um, I figure, I figure, um, it's it's uh, it's maybe like a year
1: until we have something like the mutant season where it's just Grayson's show. It's
2: the Grayson, and show. and he talks
1: to people about stuff.
2: It's the yeah, Grayson yeah. show. Say, but good night, night night, night night. All right. Um, the next question also comes from Jason Brigger. Um, will Deadpool not disappoint? Meaning, will Deadpool be good? Well, Jason, <clears throat> just go back and listen to last week's episode. Yeah, we all we talked about this. Deadpool, we think, is going to be amazing. William made not fun amazing, of the trailer. Not necessarily.
1: No, 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 no. It's, it's, certainly it's Van better Wilder than in a Suicide suit. Squad.
2: I feel like Suicide Squad might have been better without Will Smith. I think Suicide Squad might
1: have been <laughs> better without a lot of the stuff in that movie.
2: It, and mean, maybe with a raccoon. I'm not... the Squirrel Girl. Um, I'm not... I, I mean, I, I'm excited about Suicide Squad, but again... Will Smith keeps taking me out of that movie because he encompasses everything. I'm not,
1: I'm not feeling the Leto. I, I, I accept the possibility that this is just a bias on my part, but I've said it before, I'll say it again. That Joker that I've seen so far from him is just not the Joker to me.
2: I don't know. The people are saying that he's not actually the real Joker because he's really one of the whichever Robin that is, and the Robin turned into a fake Joker, and that's who Jared Leto is playing. The only movie I like... Liked- that, that, that's how bad that whole thing Boo. is. Boo! I like that worse than
1: Jared Leto <laughs> playing the Joker. The only movie that...
0: That I like Jared Leto in was Fight Club, and let's face it, he, he mainly spent that movie getting his face beaten in.
1: Oh, that's not fair. I thought Jared Leto was very good in Dallas Buyers Club. I didn't see it. But that, that wasn't the Joker either. I don't know why they find the Joker so difficult. Heath Ledger seemed to be able to figure it out. What he did is he simply apparently watched a bunch of mark hamill and then he went now how would this person behave if they were a real person and not an animated person and that's how we got the the heath ledger joker which is a brilliant interpretation yeah, of the so of the joker good. it's you know, so good jared leto is somewhere around the mark hamill animated joker and like in and his per- performance. And in real world, that just doesn't work.
2: Yeah, And, and here's my thing. like There are people on DC, on r slash DC Cinematic who are so excited about Leto as the Joker. And here's the thing. I didn't even get excited about Heath Ledger as the Joker until that bank robbery scene. That first scene. And then I'm like, alright, we're good. I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. in. But it took me until actually seeing the movie. I'm not not excited about Jared Leto, but I'm like, dude, the Joker's a fucking hard character to play. We can't just be all he's going to be amazing because that's a hard character to play and it's a hard character to get right. And you're right, there really hasn't been enough in the trailer to make, to make go it. Also,
0: nobody on earth was excited about Heath Ledger playing the Joker before seeing
2: the movie. And then he was. It's true. Well, and then he was. I might. Put that's that not on. True. After I think you guys I, leave, I might put the Dark Knight. I on.
1: think I was probably probably a little excited about it, but I've been a fan of Heath Ledger ever since
2: Ten Things I Hate About You. No, and I, I remember the first, the first. Or the second picture that came out of him was just his face and i'm like this is awful and then that bank robbery scene and then the scene in the kitchen and you want to see a pencil you want to see a magic trick i'll make the pencil disappear and i'm like oh fuck we're in we're in we're good yeah we're but done that's, that's this the, is great
1: that scene is the one that sold his joker but it was not the pencil trick thing which do what was it it was the one where um what's his name the the African American mob boss, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, the character's name. Mm-hmm. Um, goes, You think you can steal for us? And just under his breath, he ledger went, Yes. Yes. <laughs> like that's what sold it right there. It's yeah, just that yes. that's the Joker. The Joker doesn't acknowledge any type of system you believe exists. Yeah, exactly. Because for him it just doesn't.
2: That's well, that interpretation of the Joker, that, and it's perfect. When, when, when in that movie, when they've got the uh, the Chinese mom boss guy, city, he puts him on the top of the pile the, of money. You, you mean the accountant. He, the accountant, and he lights it on fire, and he just looks, and he just calmly says, that was my half. And he mm-hmm. moves on. I'm like, holy shit. They, it's exactly what you want. He doesn't fucking care. Mm-hmm. He just burned several million dollars just so we can kill the guy on top.
0: Be- because dynamite is cheap. Because what? Dynamite is cheap. Yeah. So, 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 are,
2: so are bullets. Oh, uh, Ugh. hmm I might watch that movie tonight. That's such a good fucking movie. Maybe after she goes to bed. It's such a good fucking movie. I love it. Anyway, all right. Um, the last question I have, which I don't even understand, and hopefully maybe someone here can explain it, is something about how bad will Nickel lose at Whale Wars? <clears throat> Controls the moon, but not the oceans. Wait, there's something called Whale Wars? Yeah. Hashtag Whale Wars. I don't know what this is. Um... Uh Green Up
1: and, um, and uh, Graphic Novice had a war called the Moon Wars, which Graphic Novice won. And then uh, Green Up decided that they only won an alternate reality, and they've kind of been like failing to acknowledge the victory for several months now. So I haven't been... Up to like brought up to date, but apparently now they're having a new thing called Whale Wars.
2: Hashtag Whale Wars brings wait. up a lot of stuff for Palestine, no Zionists, so I don't know if you want to make that your hashtag.
1: No, not so much. But I've I've got more questions of the universe. <laughs> oh,
2: I haven't gotten any of them. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Why can't we win the whale wars? I'm not I'm not fighting in the whale wars. Do you want to start fighting in the whale wars? I mean, <laughs> You know, I think that means you have to go to SeaWorld and hold up a sign. Can, can we
0: wait until they've roughed each other up a little bit and, and then, we then just get finish in them in off and like America?
2: Gotcha. Yes, that's exactly the way that goes. I was reminded of the Great Colbert episode with um, uh, Hugh Laurie, when Hugh Laurie told Stephen Colbert that jazz was great America's greatest gift to the world. And then he turned around, you wonder what Britain's greatest gift to the world was? America. America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's funny is, Hugh Laurie is a hilarious guy, and I have a feeling that just kind of made him speechless for a second. (laughs) I fucking love Hugh Laurie. What what are you looking at? So,
1: Nicole has one final question. All right. Will Brigger ever discover the magic of proper grammar?
2: No. That's what I'm going to say. Right, proper divas don't have to have grammar.
1: I'm going to go no as well. What are you
2: talking about? He talks good and stuff.
1: Have you ever listened to an episode of History of
0: Bad Ideas?
2: No. What is he that? He speaks English, but he can't not speak it good like we do. Oh come on!
0: You put somebody on the on the in front of a microphone okay. for long enough, they're going to say some dumb I'm shit. I'm going to pick a fight right now, and it's simple. Are you picking a podcast fight? I'm just picking a fight. Oh. Just a fight in general.
1: Nickel Brigger is a is a Bengals fan, and I don't think Bengals fans necessarily have good grammar, because that's kind of like saying Browns fans have good grammar because when you hate like the worst when you love the worst team ever to play f- football that maybe that means there's something broken in your brain.
2: I did see a meme this week that said, "Oh, the Patriots don't have a starting quarterback for the first four games. That's okay. The Browns, the Browns haven't had there. one for 15 years."
0: I don't know if the Browns have ever <laughs> Yeah, had a good was starting it was quarterback. It was like Oshara, uh, <laughs> it's like Bernie Kosar. Oshara, Dan, do you yes. know who Bernie Kosar is? No, exactly. Yes, like, <laughs> I've never heard that name.
2: I don't I have think never they heard that ever had a good quarterback. This, last year when I was in Ohio, it was the weekend when the Browns played the Raiders, and the Browns did destroy the Raiders. Oh, of course. But again, it's the Raiders. Yeah. So. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> it's, it's, and everybody destroyed.
0: The
1: Raiders.
2: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna it's going to be
0: some guy like Otto Graham. It's going to be some guy from like the 30s who was a good Cleveland quarterback. Back back when um when the football teams couldn't afford to put uh, logos on the side of their uh-huh. helmets, the way that the Browns still don't.
2: Yep, Cause the, and, and mm-hmm. they're orange. But challenges. you know, I I, I
0: jest you know. with young Mister Brigger. I love Jason.
2: I can't I wait to love, meet him. I haven't actually I met Jason. Jason.
1: Jason is the one guarantee that I will get to draft at least one person. I should not be allowed to because Jason will be too busy taking bangles.
2: Yeah, you know what, Jason. Last time I was in in uh, Ohio, Jason had mono. Mm-hmm. So I did not get to meet Jason. Um, I'm hopefully this time he will not have mono, and uh, we can meet maybe in Columbus for that week when uh, on Saturday when I'm there. Yeah, we, I, I will be a guest on History of Bad Ideas, which will be amazing.
1: But, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to, and the, see Amy again. to like the fifth or sixth round when I get to pick somebody really good because Jason picks Tyler Elfer. Tyler Eifert. All right. Eifert. I there am we I,
2: this weekend. Okay, now that we're kind of wrapping up this weekend, I will be sending out emails to the Musings of a Geek Podcast Network to do the uh, second annual Musings of a Geek Podcast uh, Fantasy Football League. Uh, so we might have some new people, we might have some old people. We don't quite know what's going on. Or the three of us are in. I know Ryan is in. I know Sean is in. So at least we have five. Um, anyone I, else have anything for this episode? I, I was right. It's Otto Graham. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> he led
0: them to four AAFC and three NFL championships. Their last what championship was in year? 1964. Uh, but 64. their their championships were in the 50s. So <laughs> hey, Cleveland are still, be- still better than the
2: Indians. One of these days, Cleveland. But hey, hey, hey! They got Johnny Football. One of these days, someone from the Cleveland Indians will win the Super Bowl, and we're all going to be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Did you say the Indians were going to win the Super Bowl? No, I said the yes, Browns. Did. I did say the Indians. I said the <laughs>
0: Indians. Oh. But you know what? That's just as likely as the Browns winning <laughs> yeah. it. So. I, I prefer,
1: when it comes to the Indians, I prefer to ask the important question, and I want Will to answer it. Will will the Cleveland Indians win a, a World Series before they're made to change their name? Um,
2: Probably yes. I don't know. Grayson was running around the house the other day going, Oh! oh. Like, like the oh, is he doing the Braves like He was thing? doing it, like you and I'm like you. You are don't, don't be a Braves fan.
0: We're unsubscribing from TBS. Don't be a
2: Braves fan. Just don't be a Braves fan.
1: Like I don't care what you want to do. Just don't be a Braves fan. Well, you know, not that I'm one of those uh, indigenous people who have a real big problem with Indian mascots, but that the people who have a problem with Indian mascots. That's the thing they have a problem Wait, with. You
2: don't have a problem with Indian mascots.
1: No, it's not. It's of the of the various injustices that the white man has heaped upon us. It's really low down the list <laughs> of them.
2: Williams' face was amazing right there. <laughs> I'm
1: just, I'm just being honest. Um, of all the various things that that the government has done to us over the course of the last 500 years, the Indian mascot thing is really, it's really not that important to me. But there are a lot of people out there that who are, find that it. Are. Yeah, And and I respect that that's the way they feel. And the reason they feel that way is is mostly because of how fans react. Because you don't. You don't really think about it, but for every Washington D.C. fan who really likes their mascot, there's some Cowboys fan who designs the bottom of their toilet with their logo so they can piss on it. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, like you know, I mean that's why these people have a problem with it. For me, it's like uh, let's talk about all the people you killed,
2: motherland, you stole first, and then and then we'll talk about how you depict us. You know what? I'm, can I kind of agree with that? Uh-huh. I think that's a fair fair trade. Um, all right. Um, I do want to say publicly thank you to Desmond. You got me a game called Revolution for my birthday which from Steve Jackson me, Games. From Steve Jackson Games. And so while I'm sure who we will actually not does play surprisingly
1: it, make at least two games
2: other than Munchkin. Uh, well, while I'm because I also bought William the Pocket Edition of Ogre. Oh. While I'm sure we will not play it tonight, um, no. I am looking forward to figuring it out and playing it with you guys. Um, all right. that This has been a very long episode. Our episodes are getting longer. This has been a longish episode of Musings of a Geek. Um, you can get us on the Musings of a Geek podcast network. We are on Danger Entertainment Network. We are on TuneIn Radio, uh, Geek Life Radio. If I ever decide to upload another episode, um, iTunes, Stitcher, we're all over the place. I'd like to maybe hook up with Tangent Bound. We're, we're getting to that point. I got to email what's-his-bucket-back. <laughs> Um, if you like anything you heard on this podcast, go ahead and jump on the Amazon link on the webpage. It's about halfway down. We did add two new podcasts this week. Um, if you liked the Arkham Social Hour from back in the day the Des was on, we added a new podcast from Brandon. Episode one. It's called The Vice Podcast. Episode one uh, is talking about craps, I think. I mean, and more stuff. People who gamble and what. He's got a guest. I don't know. I, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm a horrible, horrible person, but I like Brandon. and. I've, he's been on the network before, so he got to go on. We also added a new a role-playing podcast called Lucky 10,000, so go ahead and check that out. Um, they've only got one episode up on the ne- on the uh, website, but there should be more by the time this podcast posts. Um, NewsingsCon 2015, uh, November 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st in Las Vegas, Nevada at the El Cortez Hotel. If you want to come and meet Dan Dez and Will and Brian, come on by. We're going to be there. It's awesome. ElCortezCasino.com. Yeah. Anything else for this episode, gentlemen? Nope. No. Alright everybody, thanks again for listening and stay geeky, my friends. You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends.